Welcome to the House of Lee NYC, teaching you different stuff each week to simplify life. Former teacher here, breaking it down and keeping it real. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. In today's episode, we are going to, well, I am going to <laughs> tell you how to remove a splinter from underneath the skin. Or <laughs> shall I say, what methods do not really work? <laughs> So hang on. Please do share the show with at least two other people. I would really appreciate it because I would love to build a community of folks who enjoy learning, but also giving tips too. So that means please do call or write in with your questions, suggestions, comments, or ideas for guests. Maybe you would like to be a guest on the House of Lee NYC and share your how-to or tip for XYZ. I'm sure you are an expert at something or perhaps you have stumbled upon an aha moment when doing something and trying to figure out something on your own. And that is how today's episode came about. This week, I've had a harrowing experience with a splinter. <laughs> and so I wanted to share the wisdom with you. So let's get started. Let me tell you the backstory. Okay, so you know I have a dog, Miss Nona. That is short for Miss No Name, kind of like a truncation of Soho, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and so uh, Nomad, there you go, here in New York City, that would be north of Madison area. Anyway, so I was walking my dog and we encountered some brush in the park, Central Park. And it snapped back in my face and I held my hand up and then I felt a prick in my finger, my forefinger, my right forefinger, and I am right-handed. So I thought nothing of it other than, oh, ouch, I took a look at it. There was just a little thing of blood, not, not, not like, a, like a sewing needle's dots worth of blood. And I thought, okay, so I just, I got pricked. Not, not, not a problem. Fast forward, that was the morning walk, fast forward to the evening, my, my finger, it was uncomfortable and the skin had grown over it and I saw a black dot in my finger. And you know when you see a foreign object like that in your, under your skin, I should say, you know that there's a splinter and now it's sort of ingrown, if you will, right? And I thought, oh man, what am I going to do? How do I get this out? Because it'd been a while since I had had a splinter. I don't know, maybe you're going through a splinter issue right now. If so, please do reach out at House of Lee NYC across the social media channels, or you can email me, Lee at WLeeFM.com or go to houseofleenyc.com and click on the speak memo tab and leave a voicemail or just hit record on your cell phone and then email it to me. Anyway, so la 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 la, there I am last night trying to figure out how to get the splinter out. The first thing I did was take a pair of really pointy sharp tweezers and try to dig it out. Well, that didn't help. And then I thought, okay, well, what I need to do now is just get an X-Acto blade because that's how my mind works, you know, my crafting station. I was like, okay, I can get an X-Acto blade and poke around, you know. And so what I did was I sterilized it 
with the rubbing alcohol and I also sharpened the exacto blade with my honing rod you know that you use in the kitchen if you sharpen your knives at home you know what I'm talking about that long steel rod and I thought and that's how you can use your blades longer whether it's an exacto blade or anything else in your toolkit that's just a side tip but so that didn't work <laughs> and so then I thought you know what Lee let's stop and let's go to the YouTube. <laughs> so here's what I can tell you. I tried the trick where you soak your finger in vinegar for 15-20 minutes. Didn't do anything except sting. I soaked my finger in hydrogen peroxide for about 25 minutes. That didn't sting. It just kind of sat there. Now the idea is that if you soak your, your splintered area in these liquids that it will push uh, force or make your skin want to push up the splinter up through the air and out into the surface of your skin. Well, that did not happen. And then I thought, okay, I need to create a vacuum. And so a vacuum seal so that then you lift off the vacuum and it pulls out the splinter, the object in your skin. So then on YouTube, I saw these things where you can boil hot water put them in a small cup or area or, or jar with an opening that is the, just slightly larger than the diameter of your splintered area. And what you do is you put the boiling or the really, really hot water into the vessel, the jar, and it create, and then you put that opening of the jar vessel container onto your splintered area. You wait a little bit and then you pull off and it creates a vacuum, like a suction. So then I got to thinking, okay, well, I it was on my finger. So luckily in my kitchen, I rummaged around and I found a really small, like a, like a vial almost. No, it, it was a vial. And I popped the top off. I boiled some water, put it in. And, you know, my thought was, am I going to break the glass? <laughs> it did not. It did not. It held. But no matter the ratio of water to air, uh, hot water to air to suction time, uh, the vacuum was not strong enough. And at this point, I don't mean to gross you out, but at this point, I had taken my sharpest kitchen knife, a Japanese blade, which is awesome. It's a Korin, K-O-R-I-N knife. Uh, it's the most expensive knife I've ever purchased in my life. And I had it engraved with my name. So I think in a previous episode, I suggested that that would be an awesome gift for someone who loves culinary arts in your world, right? So moving forward... I did. I sliced my finger open, n not by much, but enough where I thought I could then dig out the splinter. And that's the other thing, to dig out the splinter, the tweezers, and I have fine point tweezers, they were too big and cumbersome. So again, I went back to the YouTube <laughs> And there was some guy saying, oh, well, you can buy this pack of Splinter Out at the local hardware store. And literally, it's just you open that package of Splinter Out. And this is what I saw in the YouTube video. It's like a silver pick. 
and a really sharp point. Then I was looking in the comments for some clues. And you know what? That's another side tip. When you are looking for information, do not forget to read the comments below a video because some viewer will inevitably leave an amazing tool or tip rather. And so I did. I scrolled down and I saw this comment from someone that said, wouldn't a sewing needle do the same thing? I got all excited. I was hopeful. I ran to my sewing kit. I pulled out a needle. I sterilized that too. Well, you know, with rubbing alcohol. And then I proceeded to poke around and try to get this thing out. And man, it was dug in deep. It just wasn't coming out. And so I thought, okay, I've created the, the vacuum, the suction with the vial and the hot water. I've dipped it and soaked it and all this stuff and all I'm feeling is throbbing and awful and now I've gotten the sewing needle it's a great great tool and tip but this thing is lodged so far into my finger now that uh, I'm almost uh, giving up <laughs> so then I went to Wikipedia and well no I didn't go to Wikipedia first I went to just Google and I typed in the search words how to create vacuum seal small <laughs> and it's brilliant. Some of the suggestions from some physics websites and some schools were to create a vacuum by using a syringe. Now what I did was instead of using the syringe the regular way is I put the syringe upside down with out the plunger. I covered up the small hole, which is where the liquid would come out if you were using the syringe the right way. And I sucked out the air as much as I could. And I did. I created a vacuum and uh, it was sealed and I pulled away and it just wasn't strong enough. I even, folks, I even... <laughs> I even pulled out my handheld vacuum thinking, wow, well, maybe maybe I could maybe I could uh, duct tape it and then to create just a small vacuum hole on my finger. Well, that didn't work either, needless to say. But, you know, the thing is, people, I had hope with each new method I found online. And I'm really just here to tell you what happened in the end, because all of those things did not work. Now, here's the thing. I firmly believe that the vacuum one and perhaps the hydrogen peroxide one and the sewing needle, I think those things would help if you have a splinter that is not lodged in with the skin closed over. Does that make sense? And I mean, at that point, you could probably just pull it out with a very fine pointed set of tweezers. That's what I would do. Okay, so going back now to where I am, I'm, I'm losing hope. And at this point, I look up, well, should I just leave it in there? You know, I do have a piece of lead in my hand from eighth grade. So, you know, that's been there a while. And I was like, oh, maybe I should uh, look at my hand now. It's still, it's a faint dot, but you can still see it in my hand. And I thought, well that's lead and I'm still around. So how bad could this splinter be? I mean, you know, I've, I've done the vinegar, I've done the hydrogen peroxide and the rubbing alcohol. There is no infection in my finger and won't be for a long time. <laughs> so I weighed my options and I thought, you know what? 
I will sleep on it because at this point, the only option to me was the ER. And I, I told my husband, I am not going to the ER for a splintered finger. No, that is just ridiculous. I'd be taking up a bed or whatever else. And somebody, I mean, that just like, I don't want to be laughed at going into the ER. But I could see if you had a larger splinter and it caused a lot more uh, of an issue, then you would want to go to the ER when it's uh, almost 10 o'clock at night. So there I was sitting there thinking, okay, well, you know what? I've done everything. Oh, the other suggestion was to soak it or put a baking soda paste on it and then leave it for for a day or, you know, more than 10 hours or so. And then some other guy made a video about mixing sugar and any kind of bar soap into a paste and then putting that on a Band-Aid and putting that on your finger. I don't have bar soap in my house and I just didn't want want to deal with a solution that took hours to 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 get done or to, to have a result right and so I thought well I'm just gonna put a band-aid on it and I'm gonna sleep on it and my husband's like you need to you need to go you need to take care of it I said you know what let me walk the dog in the morning and then by that time the urgent care you know those walk-in places which is what I prefer I said they'll be open and if I decide I'll 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 make the decision tomorrow so here's what I have to say to remove a splinter that's underneath your skin you do want to open it up oh by the way this is my remedy so please check with your medical professional before embarking on anything and always always take responsibility for your own actions so this is what ended up happening because I had opened up my finger you know when I sliced it open on purpose I then put the band-aid on what happens and I read this somewhere in my splinter research travels online, is that the skin will over time try to push it out if there's an opening. And because I created the opening, I have to say that just about 20 minutes ago, so fewer than 12 hours later, I was able to successfully sterilize another sewing needle because I put them all back. I grabbed another one and I was able to gently take out the splinter. It almost was too easy. Oh my gosh. And so now it's got a band-aid. Of course, I sterilized or rather I cleaned my little splinter wound and it'll be fine. So all of that to say... If you have a splinter that's underneath your skin and you can't get it out, don't do all that other nonsense. Just disinfect it, clean it, put a Band-Aid on it, sleep on it, or wait a few hours, and the skin hopefully will push it through on up to the surface. Now, that's how I solved this splinter. And I really have to say, it was stressful. You wouldn't think that something that was two millimeters long would would be so, cause such havoc in my life. But you know, we type, we use our fingers for everything. And it was in my right hand and I am right-handed as I said earlier. So to take you through it all, basically open the skin where the splinter is, clean it, put a Band-Aid on it, wait a few hours or overnight, and it will come up to the surface. At least that's what my experience has been with this latest splinter escapade. <laughs> 
and just avoid the baking soda, the soap and the sugar concoction, the soaking it in hydrogen peroxide. Well, I might do that just, you know, for cleaning hygienic benefits. Uh, Skip the white vinegar, people. (laughs) All that does is sting. (laughs) Which I kind of knew going in, oh, this is going to sting. But I thought, well, somebody made a video about it, so maybe it actually works. (laughs) Not. You know, and that's the thing. I now have successfully transferred the House of the NYC name over to my fledgling YouTube channel. So please go to YouTube, look up House of the NYC, also WLE TV, and then click and subscribe because I am going to connect my tips and podcast with the YouTube channel. And yes, I am going to appear in the videos. I'm not just going to play podcast episodes, you know, the audio with a static graphic. I'm I'm not going to do that to you. So please do go over to YouTube and check it out. House of the NYC. I'm so excited. I was just able to summon up enough subscribers with all the support of everybody. I'd like to give a shout out to Sam Worrell. Thank you so much for subscribing and a whole bunch of others who I will mention in subsequent episodes. And I have a long overdue shout out today. I want to give a shout out to Harry and little Enzo. They are dog friends of ours. And I'll just let you hear from Harry himself. He is a big advocate for the Animal Lighthouse Rescue Organization. He got his little Enzo from Puerto Rico. They help rescue dogs from Puerto Rico. So if you're thinking of getting a furry friend, that is one place to definitely check out. Again, that's Animal Lighthouse Rescue. And let's just take a moment and hear from Harry himself. Uh, He was so lovely to also share his short but lovely feedback. I already said that, didn't I? (laughs) On episode 79, where I talk about how you can stay cool while taking a shower in the summer and why you need a passport. Although his feedback has nothing to do with a passport, you should go back and check out that episode after you hear Harry's review of it. That was a great episode about how to stay cool after taking a shower. I'm going to really have to try that out. And a shout out to Lori, who I think can use the same technique as well after her showers too. I'm Harry with my dog Enzo, and I work with Animal Lighthouse Rescue. So all of this talk of splinters, I've just... (laughs) I think I've gone on and on and on about splinters. So I'm going to leave it there for today. Before I leave you, I do want to share with you that if you want to run into each other, run into me, I will, the next event I will be at that I know of is on February 29th in Springfield, Massachusetts. It's PodCamp Western Massachusetts. It's the longest running PodCamp. So it's called an unconference conference. It's one day. It's so much fun. Lunch is included. And you show up. And if you want to give a talk, you do. You put it on a post-it note. It goes up on the schedule that's made that morning. It's really fun. It's been going on for more than 10 years. And I I gave a talk last year on podcasting. So that was fun. I'll, I'm not sure what I'll do this year or if I'll just be an attendee. But it's so much fun. The people are great. And it's really 
what shall I say? It's easy to get to. You just hop on the Amtrak and then ride up to Springfield, Massachusetts. I'll leave the link in the show notes below. So please check that out. And then March 6th through 8th in Orlando, Florida, I will be at PodFest Expo. I'll be giving a talk with my co-founder of Asian American Podcasters Association, my co-founder, Andrew Wong. We will be giving a talk entitled Recording on Location. So it'll be my first time at PodFestExpo.com. I'm really looking forward to it. It's supposed to be amazing, amazing community. And if you're available, just go to PodFestExpo.com. And also, I wanted to tell you about my other podcast that I do with a co-host, Colette Schildkraut. And so it's called EFT Tapping Like a Mother. So we talk about EFT tapping. (laughs) We call ourselves the fairy godmothers in tapping. You know, I am an EFT practitioner. And so you might be thinking, gosh, Lee, what, what do you do? And I will tell you, I do three things. So the three things I do are, I am a bike coach. My company is citybikecoach.com. I teach children and adults how to ride and how to ride better, how to ride in traffic, how to ride in groups, how to commute. If that's something Something that uh, resonates, please do reach out, citybycoach.com. The other thing I do, I am, as I said earlier, business event and action photographer. You can go to weharadesigns.com for that. And the third thing is EFT tapping. It's like acupuncture without the needles. It's not for everyone, but you need to try it to know whether it's going to work and resonate with you. I have found it so successful. It's changed my life. It improves my life almost every time I use EFT and I use EFT almost on a daily basis. And so you can check out that podcast, EFT Tapping Like a Mother. It's also on all of your favorite podcast apps. Again, thank you so much for letting me be part of your day. I know you've got other content that you can listen to. So thank you so much for hanging out with me and letting me hang out with you. And please do forward the show on and share it with at least two other people. It's as easy as clicking share in your favorite podcast app or sending them the link, houseofleenyc.com. Also, if you'd like to be a guest or you have comments or questions, please do reach out at House of Lee NYC across all social media channels. And if you would like me to MC or moderate your next event, please do reach out for that as well. Thank you so much for your time today. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.